with the Environment in Focus, I'm Tom Pelton. Colvin Sinopathy is a freelance journalist who was drawn to the field of science blogging nine years ago. It was just after her first child was born, and she found herself obsessed with and terrified about her daughter's health. Long story short, I had a pretty severe case of postpartum OCD, and I was I was kind of scared of everything, um, that pretty much that everything was going to hurt my daughter. Stories on the Internet stoked fears that a wide range of chemicals in food might harm her child, and that vaccinations and even genetically modified organisms, or GMOs, could be a risk. There's a whole lot of fear and misinformation targeted at parents and mothers especially. And so um, because I had the the opportunity and freedom to be a stay-at-home mom for a little while, I spent a couple years reading scientific literature. She concluded that GMOs and vaccinations were perfectly safe and that someone had to push back against all the anti-scientific fear-mongering. And so, with a group of like-minded parents who later called themselves the Science Moms or Sci Moms, they blogged and made a popular YouTube video to, in their mind, set the record straight. Their blogging caught the attention of Monsanto, a global manufacturer of genetically modified crops, and the world's most popular weed killer, glyphosate. Also known as Roundup, glyphosate is increasingly controversial because the World Health Organization in 2015 labeled the weed killer a probable human carcinogen. That triggered tens of thousands of cancer lawsuits and three jury verdicts against Monsanto and its parent company, Bayer. Biologists have also concluded that glyphosate has contributed to an 80% decline in monarch butterflies. A pesticide manufacturing trade organization called Crop Life International, which is funded in part by Bayer, praised Coven Sinopathy on its website as a female food hero for her blogging and speaking in favor of genetically modified crops. Sinopathy said she often communicated with a Monsanto public relations official. She published a series of articles in Forbes with headlines like, quote, The Dirt on Earth Day, Chemophobia Masquerading as Environmentalism, unquote. Forbes later took eight of these articles down off their website when court documents and the New York Times revealed that Sinopathy's co-author, Professor Henry I. Miller, had used material that had been ghostwritten by Monsanto in a different Forbes article, downplaying the cancer risks of glyphosate. A book about Monsanto, titled Whitewash, was featured on this radio program last month. It portrayed the science moms as part of Monsanto's public relations campaign. Sinopathy and the other science moms object to this characterization, saying that they are not a front group for Monsanto or Bayer and are not paid by them. In fact, Sinopathy said she has become increasingly and publicly critical of Monsanto and Bayer since the ghostwriting scandal, which she said she had no part in and knew nothing about. There's sneakiness in general by companies like Monsanto and now Bayer, and I think it's completely counterproductive. I always say that companies should be as transparent as possible, but also not only be as transparent as possible, but to truly care about minimizing the risk for people across all levels of society. Were the science moms ideological allies of Monsanto at one point? Yes. Paid flax for the company? No. 
with the Environment in Focus. I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the Able Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.